What's up, everybody? We're back here at the uh, High School Athlete. I'm here with Coach Dwayne Lee from Strawn. Uh, Coach, glad you're able to join us here. I know we've been back and forth. Mainly it's my fault, but I, I do appreciate you taking time out of your day to join the show. Oh, such an honor. You know, I hear a lot of good things. I've watched a few of, the, few of your podcasts, and it's an honor, honor to um, you guys calling me and having me on your show. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Uh, there's, it's, uh, I, I know it probably gets – you're probably one of those guys that kind of brushes off your shoulder, but you're one of those coaches in the six-man community that people really, really respect. I mean, you've been in it a long time, right? How many years have you been coaching now? Um, this is my 28th. Wow. And I've been the head coach at 27 on 28. So. At Strawn, 27 years? No, I've, I've actually been in Strawn 18 years. Okay, it's a long time. Um, my first job was in Grand Falls. I was there for six years in Grand Falls. I was an assistant. We were 11 man, and we dropped to six man during two days because of numbers. Okay. And I've never, I never even seen a six man game. Oh, and wow. The next, and the coach, um, he left that year, and um, they they offered me the head job and. Uh, it's my second year coaching, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take that head job. And yeah. I had no business taking that job. I mean, I I always tell the story. If I was a minister, I would have fired myself. How bad I was. <laughs> um, I was there for six years, and then I went to Silverton for four, and I've been here for 18. Wow, wow. So you kind of you it was like trial by fire. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It, it, it you you say that, but it really was because we didn't have YouTube, we didn't have the sources. Sure. You had to travel to meet people, and you you, you couldn't just you know. Yeah, the phone, you know, there was no cell phones at the time. Yeah. So it really wasn't, it wasn't like you can just pick the phone up and text someone, hey, or send me a picture or send me a video. I mean, it was no huddle, no YouTube, no. So it was, it was, I mean, it was exactly trial by fire. It's like record, you record this on uh, the game on VHS and then meet the coach halfway somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah. One of those things. I miss those days because you take the person, you know, your personal then. It was, it was, that was, I always enjoyed meeting the coach and talking to him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Creating those relationships and networking, yeah. I guess would work. Yeah. Now it's, now you're doing it through voice and probably my everything. I guess now you put everything on huddle, huh? I mean, coaches. Everything's huddle. It, it, it drives me crazy when a coach from a, like another school, like a, a, you know, not just private school, but they're playing somebody and they just send me a message and I wish they call and say, Hey coach, this is so-and-so. Could you send me that video? Yeah. But now, like, hey, we're playing so-and-so. Can you send me the video? Like, I don't even know who this guy is. I mean, like, <laughs> it's through the dig. It's all digital, you know. Yeah, I, I send it, but I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I, for me, I'll just like to talk to somebody, just see how that, you know, you know, yeah, fill them out. But, but you don't get that now, you don't, you know. I agree. So. It's well, and, and I mean, kids love it nowadays. They can make their own yeah. dang high life films and everything, like, like within, you know, 30, 40 yeah. seconds, it seems like. So, Huddle, huddle is awesome. It yeah, really is. that's what everybody says. I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to join a lot of coaches' huddles through the, just to just to look at their film and practices and stuff. Yeah. It's been really neat, so I can do it from anywhere. Sure. So, yeah. um, before we get into more of, of Strawn and and some success there, as well as talking some about your the documentary that's uh, came out called Texas Six, and it's it's been renewed for a second season, and everybody knows that that's public knowledge. Of course, yeah. and there's been a lot of good things said about that. Well, let's back up a bit. Let's talk about Coach Lee. Let's talk about Coach Lee in high school growing up. Where did you grow up? How was your – what was your mentality like? Were you a big football guy? You played college ball, right? Is that true? Okay. Yeah, I, um, I, I um, actually grew up in Crane. It's a 3A school. It's in West Texas. It's 30 miles from Odessa. Um, <clears throat> you know, that we grew up poor. You know, we lived in, you know, across from a park, and that's where pretty much all of our – where I, where I, I got three brothers, older brothers and one sister. So, but all my friends lived on the block and, you know, that's where it kind of developed me, the competition being competitive was from, from, from that, from that neighborhood. But, um, 
Um, I did like, I played, you know, everything in junior high. Then, um, you know, I was actually in the band in junior high, you know, mm-hmm. then I got older. Crane's a big baseball school. When you, when you grow up, you know, five years old till, till you get to pony league and then you get to high school. So I kind of gave up baseball just because, you know, I got into football more. And then um, when I got to high school, you know, of course I, I love track and I kind of got away from basketball. I played my freshman year. Then um, I really like track a lot. I like the shot put and discus and I really got into that. And basically then, we had, you know, we got, we had some really good football players in Crane. We had, you know, I'm not talking about just, you know, I, I was pretty average, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they really had a guy, you know, Kenny Walker was the same age as me. He went to University of Nebraska. You know, he was All-American. He played in the NFL a few years, and wow. he was deaf. He was, you know, and um, Gerald Mitchell, went to, um, he was a junior when I was a senior. He he got a full ride to Texas A&M running back. He was a third um, highly recruited running back in the state of Texas. Oh, wow. Those guys, I mean, we had some great athletes in, through, the, through the years in Crane. And I was very fortunate, and I, and I was very lucky to go to Eastern New Mexico in Portales. It's a Division II, the Longstar Conference, you know, Angelo, East Texas, um, Texas a and at the time. You know, um, I got to see John Randall. Mm. I got to play against those guys. And wow. um, thank goodness I never got to lock up with that guy. I mean, <laughs> those guys were animals. And, uh, you know, Pierce Holt was a guy from Angelo that he, I was younger. I got to watch him play. And, we had some guys from our team play. Uh, Michael Sinclair played 11 or 12 years with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. He was on my team, same age as me. And, um, so I was very fortunate to be around a good program. And, and I think college is what really taught me, you know, a lot of, you know, high school was one part of it. Sure. And it was great base, great coaches. But college was kind of set me set me apart. Yeah. Some yeah. That's that's What position did you play in high school and in college? Offensive line. Really? High school. I played offensive line and in, 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 in D line in high school, and then um, I actually was a, was a really small lineman in college. But um, I just I got redshirted my first year. I made the travel team my second year, and then my third team I got you know got to start. Wow, um, wow! So you're a big big old boy. I mean, you're not you're a big guy. Not not saying you know lineman no, wise, but your shoulders are broad. You're a big dude. Well, you, you know, I was a small starting offensive lineman. Most definitely, I was. I only weighed about two fifty in, in college. My playing weight. You know, most of the guys are 275 to 300. Yeah. I'm 6'3", and, you know, they're 6'7", 6'5", but um, I enjoyed it. You know, it, it was really – that's what, you know, I, I, I was never a good student. I didn't really care about high school. I mean, school, I just wanted to, you know, p- compete. And um, that's what really got me through a degree and got me where I'm at now just because of athletics. Wow. Well, so you graduate, you graduate from there. And then is that when you take your first job at Grand Falls? Is that after graduation? Um, well, actually, actually, when I graduated, me and my um, best friend at the time is Randy Brown. He's a superintendent now at Alvord, and uh, we moved to Florida. Oh, wow. And uh, our whole life, we, you know, seventh grade, eighth grade, you know, high school and college. I mean, everything's been on a time schedule. I mean, you football, two-a-days, you got to be here, you know, and it, it's such a, a grind and a job. And, and, and I loved it. It was, it was the best thing for me. Yeah what really got me going because when when i did that we graduated we said we want we want to go do something different and we went to florida we just decided florida we're gonna to move to florida and my mom was like oh she it was horrible for her she was she did not like it she was mad at me and um so we moved them <laughs> too far away yeah, yeah. We, we looked in the newspaper and i had a degree but i had a few education classes he was already certified and um we got job selling used cars for about five to six months. Oh, wow. We had a lot of fun. Were you we good at it? 
no, no, I wasn't good at it. But, um, and then I went from there, you know, it, it, it was just basically we wanted to get out and do something because, I mean, literally everything was on a time schedule from yeah. day one in college. I mean, you breakfast, lunch, I mean, study hall, practice. I mean, I mean, and we, and you know, and I came back to Texas and took a few classes and I got a job in Grand Falls Royalty. That's where it started. That's where it started. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how did, so how does, how does Strawn come involved? I was at Silverton for four years and um, the job in Strawn was open for, for, for a month and I knew it was open and, and I didn't really, I didn't really, you know, apply for the job. It wasn't something I was looking for, but coach Crab called me and, and, and a long story short, he called me about, um, he called me about someone else, about a reference, and, and, and then he started asking me questions. I said, no, nah, I'm not interested. You know, I know, you know, so he said, well, well just come down and talk to us. Well, my wife, um, I just got married, and she's like, let's go. Let's go look at it. Well, um, we adopted a kid. We had a kid we adopted, and, and, and then when we, we came down, um, we liked the area. I've never been in this area. I've always been in West Texas, you know, and never been around trees or anything. So mm-hmm. we we came down, and we liked it, and. Um, we know that the district they were in at the time was was brutal. It was with with Bryson, Gordon, um, Woodson, Newcastle, and I mean it was it was, and I know a lot of people turned this job down. Mitch Lee and um, Kevin Ray. So um, that's how I just I liked it. I liked the superintendent, and I thought it was something that you know that would fit us. My wife liked it, and that was 18 years ago. Wow, 2003. Just stuck there, huh? Do you think some? Yeah. Do you think some of this? I mean. When did you notice, and, and maybe it's not, maybe you just enjoy competition. I don't know. When did you, or did you ever fall in love with the six-man football aspect versus 11-man? When did, when was there like the disconnect there? You're like, oh, I, I no, do really love six-man. Uh, the competition had nothing to do with it. Blocking and tackling, you know, the strategy, of course, strategy is different, you know, X and O is a little bit different. But being physical, being um, um, blocking and tackling and, and, you know, being, you know, the little things, you know, detail. You know, you got to be attention to detail. Mm-hmm. It, it was the same. It was the same. And, and, and I, I don't think it was any, I just fell in love with it. I just basically, you know, the kids were kids, you know, and, and I I wouldn't coach any different if I, if I was at a 6A school. I would yeah. coach exactly the same way I coach in, in Strong America. Yeah. And I think that when I talk to a lot of people in six man and in 11 man, I think there, there is a difference in time. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, and, and I've attended both schools at the same time, but like, you know, instead of having, I don't know, 60, 70 athletes, you have sometimes 13, 12, sometimes seven, eight. I don't know. You know, it, it, you depend. And so you as a coach, it's like you almost step into more, you're a coach. Absolutely. But a lot of times you end up being a father figure. You end up being a lot of different, you know, different things for these guys and just the coach that gets to go home and, you know, see his family, yeah. you're dealing with a lot of stuff. Well, you know, that's, 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 that's funny. You say that because it's exactly because you, you get on a more personal level, it's like a classroom size. If you got 20 or you got 40 kids in class or you got 10 and you get to know the kids a lot better and get to really be a part of their life more. But, you know, I, I always thought just the, you know, just being around and being wanted and, you know, being needed was a big thing for me. I think, you know, in, in small towns, it, don't get me wrong. It's not always that way. I mean, there's, believe it or not, there's people that, you know, that they don't like, they don't like me for whatever reason. And, and, and I don't, I don't worry about that stuff, but you know, we, we try to coach kids, but the main thing is you're right. It, it's, it's more personable. I, I, I enjoy the small school, but you know, who knows? Yeah. 
Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if I mean if you've ever if you could be on two both sides of the fence to kind of see what that would do to you. I know, like, yeah, yeah absolutely, you would coach the same. There's no doubt about that. Your personality is who you are. Yeah, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's I, I mean, yeah, you want to be invested in everybody. It's a little bit easier to be invested in a smaller group. You kind of keep it is. And, and one thing about it too, and, and and you know, it's easy when you know everybody thinks you know we just have abundance of talent. You know, you don't stay at a school year in year out and have there's going to be down years. Absolutely. And, and, and it's just maybe two or three kids here or, and I think it's like, it's like a poker game, you know, the hand you're dealt with, you got to work that hand. And, and, and that's what I've always loved. And, you know, we, you know, I've been, I've been four and six here and that was one of my favorite, favorite seasons I've ever coached because the, the process, they did such a great job and we thought we we're going to win every game, you know, and, 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 we went four and six. Yeah, it's it, that's embracing the challenge, right? Because yeah, but because there's another side of it, coach, and that's coaches who chase talent. And we both know what that. We've both seen that. I've you know I've yeah. seen it everywhere. And if they want to win, yeah. and that's the main focus, I think you're kind of getting away from the main objective. You know. So, well, you know, it, and I and I tell these you know I tell these coaches and, and people I talk to there. I don't ever if they ask me, I'll tell them. But like in your contract, it doesn't say teach the smartest kid. It's easy teaching the smartest kid because it's, it's easy to get the, the, the information across to him. You know, it's easy to coach the best kids, you know, and my contract doesn't say coach the studs. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I like, you know, I mean, I think it's important for every kid to be held accountable, every kid to, to know that they, they, they're a part of something. And, and, and I promise you some of the, the worst ass tunes I've ever given was the best kid to the, you know, to the kid that maybe will never play just because, Hold them accountable. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And we don't treat, and we damn sure don't treat kids who are, who are better athletes or, or score more touchdowns better than kids who don't. That's one thing. If if anybody ever says they, that happens with me, they're they're in line. They're full I, of it. Yeah. We go straight after. I go straight after the kid. I, I, you're going to be held a high accountable. You you know the best. You know the best players need to be the best people on the team. Yeah. When they're the best people on the team and they're the best leaders, and then we're going to have a great season. When the best player is a turd and, and he thinks he he can do whatever, you're going to have a hard. It's going to be a long season for me. Yeah. It's not enjoyable. It's not enjoy. You know, their parents think they're the best, and they should. Be, I don't enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and, and we have to, and we have to tolerate that. But, but pretty much, I mean, that that does. That's not good for anybody. No. It's not good for your school. It's not good for your community. Or you, you know, coach is not fun. So we try to nip that early. You know. Yeah, and I think, and, and, and from my personal experience with this, and you're hitting it right on the head, uh, you're, you're setting these kids up by teaching them and holding them accountable at all the same level for them to be yes. successful adults, I think, and, su- yeah. you know, great husbands and great, and everybody, every coach wants to preach that. I want them to yeah. be great adults and great husbands, mm-hmm. and that's great, and that's yeah. easy to be yes, said, sir. but are you really setting them up for that? You know, um, yes. here's, my, here's my experience, and I'm very open with it, and I don't care what people can judge all they want. It's like mm-hmm. we were treated so well, I'm like, you know, in high school, to where whenever mm-hmm. we got out of high school, it yeah. was a shell shock. In terms of we sure. weren't the, we weren't treated as the greatest anymore in life. We were back to equals upon all, all other people, mm-hmm. and it, it created yeah. a harder journey for for us, I think. And luckily, a lot of us in my class and some of the athletes I was with have come out of that to like to be yeah. more successful and be great husbands. But that took another, I think, an extra ten years. It didn't have to happen because sure. of some of that pampering, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you know, and it's easy. It's easy because we want success, and we want we don't want to make anybody mad. But you know, right now, you you know, good as I do, 
people don't really care about your your, your show. Nope. You know, you've got a handful of people love it and you want they watch it, whatever. But some people don't know, and, that, and that's part of life. They don't. You really step out there when you step out in the real world. People don't really give a flying fajita of what you, what you do. Not just you, anybody. That's true. That's true. And, 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 that's, and, and, and you know, and that's the thing is, what impression you're making? Your show's been good for six man. You, you've been you've been promoting it. You know, we we want to be good people. I used to I used to when I was younger, and and I have a ton of a ton of stories I could tell you if we had all day, and just some things I that I regret. You know, um, always wanting people to fail. I always thought you know that hate that team. I hate this. I yeah. wanted them to. I didn't want them to win. I didn't like that coach for this reason. And, and, and I try to motivate kids. And then, you know, you know, when kids say, coach, well, you don't like anybody, you know, and I started thinking, well, I can't motivate like that because I hate that coach. You know, he did this and did that. Right. And next you know, we play somebody else and I hate that coach did this. And that time like, coach, do you like anybody? Yeah. And that's, I'm just, it was trying to motivate, trying to get them fired. up. Well, that's not the way to, and once I quit worrying about what the Joneses are doing, and I started worrying about what I'm doing. And, and, you know, you know, somebody asked me, are you glad that Springs got beat this year? I said, I'm, I don't, I was rooting for Vance cause he's my friend, Sure, but I'm not against Richard Springs. I wasn't like, yeah, I'm glad they got beat. You know, I, I quit doing that. That's not something, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I think when you, when you act that way and you just take away from yourself and you take away, yeah. you know, you focus positive vibes away from what you should be doing. Sure. You know I mean? Sure. You know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying it, it you know, if Vance wasn't my friend, whatever, who I picked, you know, but, but I, I just think when you, when you have to think negative all the time and you think about, you know, what other people are doing. And, and like you said, and, and, and when you get out of school, basically you, you want to be a good person. You want to try to do what's right. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you got to worry about your yeah. family. You got to worry about your family. Yep. Yep. It, yeah. it, it changes. It's not about, you know, so funny how yeah. high school and stuff can be so zeroed and narrowed in and it's just so far from what yes. the truth is. Oh, you know? it's, it's not even the same. I agree. <laughs> you know, my family right now is, is this school and, you know, in, in, in this town and, and I try to do the best I can and I'm not by no means perfect. Yeah. But, yeah. And, but. and it's like, and like we're kind of talking about in terms of, you know, it, it, within wins and losses and, and yeah, man, it does feel great to win. Don't get me wrong. But that, sure. I think what people sure. understand is like, that is such a temporary feeling, you know, like the, the, the trophies will, will end you. I mean, in, in terms of life, as you progress, not all, yeah. not everybody's going to be a coach and be able to have that, you know, those opportunities, That's right. but the, That's right. the trophy chasing days will end. And then it becomes yeah. about, well, what, what, it, what are you chasing now? Is it, you know, what's, yeah. what's the happiness look like? What's that internal feeling? Is it a family man having children and being, you know, yeah. that's what terms of important. And I think, and, and kids aren't dumb. They graduate high school no. and they start to realize and they come towards self-actualization and understanding things. It's mm. like, well, dang, I wish things were a little bit, you know, different. Yeah, not, so. sure. I've never, um, a win's never taught me anything. Mm. Never been taught nothing about a win. Mm. Yes. Losing taught me more than ever, you know, just because it just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. When, so many things. And, you know, when people don't realize winning's easy and, 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 I, and I say that it's easy. People say, Oh, it's easy for him to say that, but it is easy. Yeah. Winning's easy. Losing is, is, is the hard part. It is. That's, that's, that's the lesson in life. When you get knocked down, that's, that's the hard part. Yeah. And, and, and I use it, you know, um, when we got beat by Richmond Springs this year and, um, I'm sure it's going to be on. I don't know if it's going to be on season two, but I I go things that, that I heard and that a teacher tells me something. I always keep and, and, and you, you there's coaches that been around me. My you know coaches with me. I always keep it like I'll pull that out, good or bad. Mm. Like if I hear some kid acting bad in class, I might not say nothing to the 
till like after the game or during a timeout or something like, like, Hey, you, you can't act right in class. How can you get that block? Yeah. Stupid stuff. Well, after we got beat by, we got beat by Richmond Springs. We're in the locker room and there's a kid. He's our, our filmer and he's a great kid. Um, he's awesome. Well, he scored one of the highest. He had one of the highest scores on one of these, one of the tests he takes for, for college level. Like ACT, SAT thing. Yeah. What, it was, um, I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember what it's called. The RT. Gosh, Who knows nowadays? <laughs> but, but yeah, but he scored really, really high on it. Well, he failed. He failed a class for the six weeks. So when I swung around and I'm talking to the, to the locker room, there he is. And I said, here's an example. This guy had, and, and I bragged on him, but I said, how does he fail for the six weeks? He's the smartest. We've had some really smart kids in Strawn, really smart. And, and he, he scored higher than the smartest kids. Yeah. I said, and, and you know what I'm hoping it does. He realizes like, Hey, I better get my, my crap going. I better get going. I can, I can do something with this. Yeah. And, and that's what I try to do. And, 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 and you get, I do call people out in front of people. Yeah. I still, people are scared to do that. I call them out. I'm like, how does he not have, how does he not have straight A's? And he said, well, he don't work very hard coach, whatever. He jacks around in class or whatever, you know? Sure. And sure. it's the truth. Well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to work. Well, I think, you, you, go ahead. Sorry. That's it. I, I think that, I think that, you know, this accountability thing we're knocking on, the fact that you can present these kids with this, um, what it does, I'm a big guy on purpose. I think that if a, if a human being fails to connect with their purpose, they feel lost and they feel disconnected. And connectivity is a huge thing in life. But I think if you hope, the earlier you can hold kids accountable and teach them about their potential, right, and really believe sure. in them. You know, there's always people yeah. you, you look back on like, that coach really believed in me, and he gave me yeah. something I didn't have. I think the quicker you can do that, the easier, you know, the more successful they can be earlier. And I sure. think that's something sure. that you kind of got going on there in, in yeah. the strong area and, and holding people, holding the film guy accountable. And, and then, you know, no, yeah. because he could take one or two routes there, right? He could continue yeah. to be lazy yeah. and be nothing or uh-huh. tap into that potential. But, but my job in my contract doesn't say teach kids in athletics, athletes only. only. I'm teaching every day. I try to, I try to talk to every kid, good or bad, you know, Hey, I heard you've been acting up in class, knock that off, you know, let's do a better job. And, yeah. and I, I know how to skin a cat different than I did 10, 20 years ago. Sure. Sure. Really helped me too. When they talk about experience, it's really, I look back and say, man, I didn't handle that situation very good when I was in grand falls. I had a young man one time and then like, I kind of probably said some things and called him out and, I didn't do a very good job doing that. And, you know, those things you learn from. Sure, sure. Yeah, and that's what you're talking about. It's not the wins there either, right? It's, it's, no. Yeah. You know, um, they asked me, you know, Lehman Saunders had a, you know, I didn't, like, they called me yesterday and asked me what my record was for some stuff. I said, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't care, you know. And, and I know people think, oh, yeah, you do. Now I had to add it up and what years I came and do whatever, but it's not important to me. That, mm. that stuff is not important, you know. Um, I'm happy when people get 100 wins. I'm happy when people get 200. It's exciting. It's, it's a hard. It's, it's it's. I understand the battle they went through to get there, but for me, that's not that's not important to me. Yeah. I, I don't want to. That you know, I want I want a lot of other things to, to define me and, and who I am. And 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 you know, people have a different perspective of you or me or whoever until you walk in my shoes. Until you come in here and see what I do every day. Yeah. It's easy to see the product on the field or. The, the the TV show or are here I'm on your podcast and you know mm-hmm. here I am but do you really know what we do day sure. in and day out sure yeah what you deal with I agree and speaking yeah. of I'll, I'll switch gears a little bit for you uh, speaking of ten to twenty years ago 
Can you talk about a little bit of how the game of six man has changed? Uh, and mm-hmm. so I remember, I'll just give you an example. It was in the nineties, uh, watching Ty coach at Newcastle. I don't know who mm-hmm. they were playing. So, somebody who was good back in the day it was cold and the game used to be so run oriented, head knocking, you know, you can blindside people, your whole people it's changed. Yeah. I've seen even from me being in high school and that's been a while now, like it's moved towards this like wide open spread since, and, I, and I'm not saying every coach has to adopt, you know, adopt that, but it, the game has changed. Right. And, can you talk a little about what you've seen in the last 20, 30, 20, 25 years? Well, the, the, the proof, if, if you want to know how it's changed, one one way, if you don't, people don't believe that. Um, I know blocking and tackling, I know all that's the same to, to a point, but but if go look at the scores 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and look how high the scores are, the offense level. And, and, and I think a lot of that's changed because um, the tailback option, you know, that has, you know, I wish I'd have known that aspect when I was in Grand Falls with the kids I had. I didn't know that. And I didn't invent that. Somebody, you know, somebody, I don't know who came up, you know, it's probably been doing it forever, but not to the point they're doing it now. Right. Run pass option. And, and I think that was the biggest thing for offense, you know, and, and I know people are always saying shrink the field just a little bit more, it, you know, it will cut some of these scores down. And, but, but yes, it's changed just, just, I think better coaching, and I'm not saying there was bad coaching then, but now with, with the with the materials they have and the fingertips, they can they can get on the computer with with huddle. You can watch so much more video; it's so much clearer. You know, I think coaches are are better because of what the the resources they have than they didn't have 20 years ago. Because I know I'm better. Yeah. If I had these resources when I was 25 years old, I would have been a better coach at that time at 25 than I was then just because the resources. Yeah. I think that's changed the game big time also. I I agree. I've seen some, you know, and and I tend to watch, here's the, here's the thing with me and I'm not, not, I'm not trying to knock six man at all here, but I'll be honest. There's only every year, there's about 10 teams maybe that I, that I find interesting to watch. And and same thing with Leadman too, but it's just like, what, what do you think this thing is with, you know, there might there's a hundred. I don't even know how many teams the six men. A hundred and something. Oh. It's grown, yes. right? Mm-hmm. What do you think mm-hmm. it is that that pulls it down to where there's only you know really ten to twelve teams that stay competitive? Is that a talent thing? Is that just a small school thing where you don't really know what you're going to have? Like, or is that do you think that plays into eleven men as well? What do you, what are your thoughts? Well, how come how come the same programs are always successful? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, and and the reason why and and. and one thing, and, and, and I learned this the hard way, and, and, and I, I've had, um, when I first moved here, I had Coach Pachowski, he's Coach P, he's the head coach now at BV. And, um, coach Dawson, he now owns a Chick-fil-A in, um, in Bryan, Texas. So those guys were with me 12 years and 10 years. And we don't pay a lot, but but the, the and you look at Trey Ritchie, He's got Bubba in him. You know, you look at those coaches that, you know, you know, Burkhardt has Rogers. I remember when Rogers left, Burkhardt struggled. Yes, he did. And, and, and nothing against Burkhardt. I'll tell you my story. When when I hired um, Coach Cervantes, I mean, I told him the other day, I mean, we've been, since he's been here, 11-1, and 15-0, state champion, two state champions. We've been in the semifinals twice. I mean, and then I got Coach Eli with this. He's been here with me five, and Coach Cervantes, this is his six. Consistency, having some and, – and, 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 I mean, when you have good good assistant coaches, and, and, yeah. I, and I mean, I, should, I shouldn't even say assistant because they, they're, they're 
unbelievable. I think those places who have really good coaches with them and not afraid to let them coach, Burkhart lets him coach. You know, Trey Ritchie and Bubba are, I mean, a tandem. Yes, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and you look and you look and I mean, not just those. And, and it's easy. There's some great coaches and great talent. You know, I, I think Coach Lineman did a heck of a job at McLean. He did awesome. And, you know, those kids, because I've seen a lot of talented teams not win state mm-hmm. many, many years. But why is the same program as year in, year out? You know, why are they, you know, Ty Keith goes to, he goes to um, Sterling City. He makes them better. He makes them better because he's got experience and they already had a good staff and good kids. He just elevated that. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that's the big thing too. I think, you know, people's got to realize it's not just, you know, coach Lee, you know, I mean, I'm surrounding myself with people that if you're not making me better, I don't want you around me. Yeah. Kids, if you're making, I don't want anybody around me. If you don't make me better, I don't want you around me. I, I don't, I don't, you ain't going to ever hurt my feelings. I want people who's makes me better. Sure. Yeah. That's it. That's a good, that's a great philosophy. I yeah. think you hit it on the head too. The coaches, the assistant coaching is important. And I do ask quite a bit, even on this show, like, what's that mean to you to have a good assistant beside you? Uh, because yeah. I've seen, I've seen places that don't have a, this, the coach don't know anything about what's going on and it yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? You have to teach, you know, Coach Ramontes came from Rising Star and he had to learn our system and learn how we do things, but he was willing to do that. And that's what made me, that's what really made me like him so much. Coach P was the same way out of college. They were they were willing to adapt and learn and but bring some things of their own, sure, to, and not afraid to go and see this last year. And I, I'm I'm not making no excuses. I'm just I'm telling you from what happened here. I was gone a lot this this last season because my dad was has can't had cancer, and um, I, I, every weekend, all but like two weekends. Every, soon as soon as the game's over, I I leave that night to go to Crane or I leave that Saturday morning. I stay all weekend. Take care of my dad. Yeah, because I stay with him, and then I miss two weeks of two a days, and I miss him another week here and there. And um, um, those two guys had to step up, but they knew the system, they knew what we expected, you know. And um, I I never blinked an eye. Yeah, and you know, and um, and and you know what's so crazy? I'll tell you what's crazy. They would travel to Crane, where we can break down video sometimes. Oh wow! Wow. Are They'd come and see me because, you know, my, my dad passed away over Christmas and, right. and they, they would come and see me and I'm not going to get emotional. I mean, it makes me. <laughs> sure. No, I, I completely understand. Those guys, just, those guys just, they took their time to come and see me. Yeah. I mean, they're, li- they're not because not of football. That's the relationship you got to have. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, I think that's the biggest difference. A lot of people don't realize that yeah. that's, that's what makes us tick, you know. And I agree. I agree, and I think that I think that goes. I don't. I know you don't like to take credit, but I think that goes a lot and says a lot about you as a man too. For those guys that follow you that way, I mean, it's like you don't just want to lead. You don't want to follow yeah. someone into blindness. You know, like there's sure. def, you have a you have a great you have a yeah. great you know uh, reputation and and like I mean, and to learn from you, this, that'll make these guys successful going forward too. But I, I didn't. You know, used to I thought I knew everything, and I had to coach everything. I had to be the man. I wanted my name out there. Sure. You know, you know, in Grand Falls, and 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 then once I started understanding, when I started really being successful, it's not about me. People's gonna know who you are. You don't have to tell people, and then, and they don't know how you treat people. And like I said, and, and and like I said, how can I keep Coach Pasop? You know, Coach P for twelve years, and he had you know Coach Ramontes had he's already had many offers to go to be a head coach and get a lot more money. But he's basically has, I tell him, I said, you have more responsibility here than a lot of head coaches. I promise you. Sure. You know, I let him do a lot of stuff that, you know, where he gets him ready for that, you know, and and 
Coach Eli's already been a head coach. He, he's glad. He's happy doing what he's doing. I've been very fortunate, and, and I wouldn't trade those guys for, I promise you, if, if they try to fire one of those guys and get rid of them, I mean, they'd have to get rid of all of them. Yeah, they take us all. they take us all. Yeah, that, that's good stuff. Um, before we touch on a little bit about Texas 6 real quick, uh, I know I don't want to take too much of your time, Coach. But before we do that, I wanted to say, ask you as a coach, what do you think? What, what makes you most proud of a student athlete? Uh, whenever I mean, is, do you still talk to some of your players that you've known forever? Oh, yeah, I mean, all, all the time. The ones are doing really well, and the ones are not doing as well. Sure, Most definitely. I'll, I'll say, I always I always send a message, and I try to send it. And I'll send. I was thinking about that the other day. I need it's about time for me to send another one. You know, some guys who I know maybe you're not doing as well. And, you know, we were young. You know, we partied and acted crazy and stupid, yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Our, our button reset. But always try to make sure they know. I talked to them on the phone. Like, you know, when you when you were in, when you were in high school, did you come up every morning? Did you do extra things? Did you work hard? Did you did you condition? Did you go through a really hard? I mean, we, I think we, we put them through really hard workouts. And, and I, I think we push them pretty hard. And we expect a lot out of them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we. Yes, sir. I said, did did you come? Up, were you ever really late? No, sir. I said, well, 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 that 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 fire's in your belly somewhere. Is that little man's in there? Yeah. How come I don't see him now? How come he's not doing it now? Why why is he? Why are you not doing well now? You 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 capable? You you've already done it. You know you can get up in the morning. You know you can work. You know you're not scared to run. I mean, we run. I mean, we're, 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 it's in you. Now, mm-hmm. I like to tell him that. You know. And, to make sure they understand that because they're not doing nothing, it's still in them. They can still do something. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you still got that fire in you. I mean, yeah. you just got to go back and and, and and light that thing up, be not that thing. Yep. And get- I, I, I agree. I think for some people who I've talked to, it's the change in structure and the fact that no one, you're, the people aren't really relying on you at that time anymore. You don't have a teammate to, to let down, mm-hmm. you know, at that oh, time. Uh, uh. You think about what you need. You're exactly 100% right, and, and it's the same thing. When you're in high school, what do you hear talking about? College, trade school, going on to the Army, doing things, and there's that structure. Everybody has the same goals. Everybody has the same, and then all of a sudden, boom, you graduate. Yep. And you're not a real school. Yep. And same you're right. change, change. You're right. And then you got to re, yeah, you got to re, you know, refocus, yep. and then yeah, you got to reach in there, find that, find that little fire. You yeah. got, you got to get that thing burning. I agree. Soak it up. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. So let's talk about Texas six real quick. Uh, obviously uh, there's a lot of people who know about it. a lot of people are connecting to it. I just want you to kind of talk to me in that process, how that's been having a camera in your face, not only for two years, but like, has that changed anything in your coaching and, or is, or have you kind of had them adapt to around you? What has it been like having this? And what do you think, what do you think the positives out of having someone fall around a six man team, or not only in practice, but even outside in life uh, are, you know, when they came, I didn't, when Jared, when Jared Christopher came to me, he's a guy who did, um, Alito. He did the, I knew about him. He, he did, um, Town, and, um, he sat down with me and I'm not, I was like, nah, I'm not really interested in doing this. It's not something I'm going to do. And, um, so he said, Hey, let's talk about it. So we had like a three hour meeting and, and this is in my mind it happened. It's been, this has been like four years ago, three. So he, he, or three years ago. So he, um, he talked me into it because, you know, I know Friday Night Lies because I'm from Crane, Odessa. I know that guy came in there and, and, and Odessa wasn't happy with Friday Night Lies, you know. The last chance you, I didn't want no part of that, yeah. you know. I do, I do coach a little different. I mean, I am a different person. I'm pretty private, but not, you know, I don't, 
and, and I didn't really, and, and I don't even, I said, I don't even see a story here, Jared. I don't even know why you're here. I don't even see a story. He said, so he just picked somebody close in this area that's successful because he lives in Burleson. Well, as it goes, I guess he did his research. He really wanted to do it. And, and we didn't get paid. We didn't get any money from CBS. To, right now we have, I haven't heard it. If they give us some money, it'd be great. Somebody yeah. said, well, coach, he, the rumor is that Gordon, they're paying you. I said, well, wish they would be paying me. Yeah. I'd be paying my truck off. But, <laughs> but no, but uh, seriously, but, and that's how it kind of come about. And then, and then the, the, the camera, the first week was a little different for me, but, but, but once I'm really comfortable coaching hard, I can, I'm afraid what people say. I'm not afraid of what, you know, I go to tired of the meet or, you know, I, I'm loud at times and when I need to be or whatever. And the and next thing you know, I mean, I, I pretty much forgot about the camera. Like I really did forget about it. They make it, he made the transition really, really easy. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, like I told you before, I, I talked to him and he was, he was great to talk to just a great somebody just to pick their brain and believed yeah. in something in like this documentary and mm-hmm. went full force yeah. into it. Now it's got, like we said, two seasons earlier. So you can, yeah. all, you can pretty much, you got to catch this uh, documentary on, it's got to be on CBS all access. I think it's $10 yeah. a month to join it. You get a free yeah, trial you, if you want. Yeah, you can go to Amazon too. Okay, okay. Amazon Prime and go. Yeah, perfect, but, perfect. And um, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been. Um, you know, if you're gonna open the doors, and, and we had some incidents with, with you know, um, this year we had some marijuana incident. You know, I mean, I mean, nobody wants to see their kid on there, but it is. There was not one thing that he ever told me to go, Coach. Can you say that again, Coach? Can you walk through that door again, Coach? Can you? Throw the water bottles again. There's nothing, not one time ever scripted. Not one time he's ever asked me to say, Coach, can you can you do this again? He's, yeah. he's done that one time, ever, ever. And, and there's a lot of times he said, damn it, we missed something because he might not have the camera on somebody and, and like, damn, I wish I'd have had it on there. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's authentic, you know. Yeah, which is, for sure. Which, for is, sure. which yeah. is great. That's good stuff. Well, I mean, if, and for you guys listening out there, go catch it. It's, it's pretty neat. I mean, especially if you want to be – if you want to be uh, close to small towns and what goes on in small towns, and I'm sure there's a there's an avenue of this that works out in big t- bigger cities as well, but it, smaller towns are there's just something about them. Uh, every little thing affects everybody else in some way or another. I mean, you can have a one of your best players not or not even some a starter that does something yes. or maybe fails and they're out for so long and it really can affect your team. It's not like you can just yes. plug somebody right in next all the time. You don't have that luxury all the time in six man football. So, exactly. But, uh, and, and you, know, you know, and every, every, every school, no matter, and, I, and, and people can look down on, oh, that they, they have drinking problems. They win. Look what they do over there. Every school has kids that drink. Absolutely. Don't, every, every program, I don't care if it's, you know, you know, I heard the story about the Eastland this year. You know, have you, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know Coach Morton at Eastland. I've heard, I've heard but yeah, not he, he is a super guy. And I mean, he's, boy, he's tough. Mm-hmm. He used to be at Midland. He coached at Midland Lee forever. He, he graduated from Eastland. Well, his kid just, gra- his kid just, um, he's already at Texas Tech quarterback, you know, he graduated. And, and, and Well, he was gone one weekend during the season this year. And guess what his son did? Had a party at his house. And he, and I mean, the starting quarterback, I mean, it's a, it doesn't matter what, you, he's a kid. Sure. It's easy. It's easy, you know, and it's easy to throw them under the bus and people, oh, you should do this to them or you should have done that. I I promise you, we we punish them. I mean, yeah. missing a game is easy. Missing a game is easy compared to what we do to them. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's good stuff. I mean, it's, and it's good to see and hear all that. And like like you're saying, it's uh, it's just different in small towns because there's a bigger, you know, something happens, the spotlight is just that much bigger. 
versus you know a lot of bigger yes, things you can yes. hide a lot of stuff you know and that's not yes, the, that doesn't hide. teach nobody anything no. either so but you can't hide nothing in, in, in little town no everybody knows everything right they do yeah. well coach i i preach you appreciate you joining us uh, again i know you got stuff to do yeah. but but thank thanks for hauling us and, and letting us dive into your life a little bit and your story that that's sure. amazing I, I hope that uh people can gather just as much out of this that i have today it's been yeah. a pleasure sitting down with mm-hmm. you you know, you know, I, I, when I listened to your show and I, I, I made a note, I told you I made a note before the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the note I made, the, the note I made, I'm going to zoom in this format. I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you'd probably cut that out, but that's um, right. one, one of the things that, one of the things that, um, you always hear you ask coaches, you know, who, who was your big influence or who helped you, you know? Yeah. So, leave anybody out and I don't want to you know I want to put that because there is people that that you know Mitch Lee was has been the number one guy that no he is absolutely the smartest unbelievable six-man coach that any anybody can talk to and I'll put him up against any coach in six-man and maybe he don't have all the championships but I promise you he knows more I, I sit down with him one time about the T formation and, and he and he don't even run the T and he gave me plays that I never even thought about like he don't even run the T I said, Coach, why don't you run the T? He said, Oh, I just I just run the Jaybird. Yeah. Oh, Lee's been a huge one. Um yeah. Coach Spencer from from Newcastle has been been a rock for me forever. I mean, he's uh, he's a he's a diamond in the rough. A lot of people don't know about him just because because you know maybe he hasn't won state championships, but he was there his whole career. He he was so good to me. He taught me so much, and and and, and I learned so much from him and watching his team that he didn't even realize I'm taking, I'm stealing from him. I'm I'm doing. And then when I talked to him, he sat down and talked to me about the two, three, about tackling drills and how he handles situations. He's a superintendent now. You know, he was, but mm-hmm. those guys, you know, and um, Vance Jones has been always been super good to me. And then, you know, Mike Bigham was, was once, you know, he still, I talked to him and he's really, he's really been really beneficial for my career. Wow. But, you know, and, and I, I, I've been saying, cause I know you always ask coaches that, yeah. you know, and, yeah. who's been, and, and, and I, I didn't want to leave that out because it's important to me. It is important. I yeah, agree. it's important for well, and, where I come uh, from. And, and, yeah, it takes a village, you know. I mean, you can't do it yeah. on your own, and it's like the fact yeah. that you can share with those guys and and help yeah. each other out. I mean, that's what it's all about, you know, at the end yeah, of it. it. And so it is, and those it relationships is. you form. I mean, you can't, you just can't be, yeah. you know. The, but I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, out of mind, you know, out of sight, and you know, and, and and Coach Coach Lee and Coach Spencer, you know, I promise you, those guys, they they they're solid coaches. You, you know, I mean, they, people don't realize how good coaches they are. You know, they, they don't realize that, you know, Coach Spencer stayed in his place that many years and, and, and I mean, his whole career. And, I mean, when you played him, you, you're getting a game. Oh, yes, you were. Um, yeah. And, and, I, I, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, some of the state championships um, that, that, that that we have under our belt that that we've been more fortunate to win, um, I probably wouldn't have a couple of those without Mitch Lee because mm-hmm. he showed me some stuff and taught me some stuff and gave me some things that, that really – really catapult us to, to, to win those games. Awesome. That's good. That's good stuff, coach. Um, yeah. Well, great. I appreciate it. Like I said, uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day, coach, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, I'd sir. love to have you on here again sometime hey. and catch up hey. with you sometime. So hey, thanks for having take me. care. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.